<laughs> what do you want me to tell y'all? You know? I, I can't even fucking wrap my arms around what the fuck I just watched. I'm gonna get a noise complaint. This is the most fucking dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. And of course, of course it's the San Diego Padres. Why did, why did I think it'd be something different? I literally put on this shirt thinking we'd win and have a celebratory stream. There's no one who can script what the hell just happened. There's not one person, not your dog, not your grandpa, not nobody. Nobody can just tell you what the fuck just happened. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? George Orwell, Stephen King, Ernest Hemingway, J.K. Rowling, Dr. Seuss, James Joyce. If you want to go to any of them, if you want to go to any of them and you give them a pen and you say, can you write how the fucking Padres lost tonight? They would say, no way, because we don't even have the brain capacity to understand how they could lose games like this. And there's only one other person that you would try and ask to give a chance. And it's William Shakespeare. And he would say, no, sir. No fucking way. I'm so done with this shit. Every single year I endure this shit. Coming off a brutal sweep in St. Louis. This team actually... This Padre team actually put up four runs for once in their lives. Hallelujah. And their best player all year just chokes on a fat one at the end of the game. I'm so fucking done with this shit, man. Every time. Every, you Literally, you cannot script how this shit happens. And now it's just going to start going downhill. This is fucking pathetic. You guys are all laughing because I have the crazy laugh now. Hug! It's just one game. It's gonna be okay. Every year, I'm gonna be 60 years old doing these live streams. I'm gonna be in a cane and hopefully we'll have more subscribers. But you know what? My cries, my screams, they're gonna be there, but they're just gonna be quieter. This is unbelievable. And now at this point, you ask yourself, holy shit, we are cursed. Holy shit, we're fucking cursed. Like, you literally cannot script the way they're going to lose games. But all the AJ Preller truthers are going to noom, 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 noom. They will continue to do that until the downfall of him if you were in our streams last night. We need to relocate. I'm lost for words. I'm lost for words. Number one, Bob Melvin made a huge mistake tonight. What is he doing? Why are you leaving in Taylor Rogers? 
that long in the ball game. He cannot throw a strike. When you have the bases loaded, nobody out, yank him out the game. I'm fucking done with this team. I put my heart and soul. I sacrifice seeing my friends for sometimes for this freaking fucking stupid baseball team. I'll sacrifice seeing my friends. Hey, Borna, let's go get some dinner. No! I gotta watch the San Diego Padres take it up the fucking butt and lose in the ninth. They give up four. Sorry if I'm being very vulgar tonight. Sorry if I'm being very vulgar tonight. If you're with your family, if you're with young children, push the mute button. Because it's going to be explicit as shit tonight. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I'm so done with this team. I'm not even going to do a post-game recap tonight. It's going to be therapy session part two. We're going to allow people to join the San Diego Padres Hogwatch Discord. I know many of y'all have just joined it. We're going to get into it. We are just getting started on this post-game show. This is just an absolute shit show. And honestly, guys, and honestly, I try and I try and find ways to justify. Again, join the Padres Discord. I'll put the link right pinned on the chat. I'll try and find ways to justify this team losing baseball games. But I'm telling y'all right now. I'm telling y'all right now. I don't know what to tell you. I have no idea what to tell you. No idea. I'm so done with this shit. So, the San Diego Padres, they lose 5-4. to four. And I feel, I, I, I feel, I hope AJ Preller is just wanting to rip his shit off. Because you, man, are toxic. And how much longer... Do I have to endure this? Why do I keep wearing this freaking city name on my chest? The Padres are coming off a three and six stretch for once they hit a home run. Jorge Alfaro, thank you, San Diego Padres. 50 games in, you understand that you need to be playing Jorge Alfaro over Austin Ola. Let's start with that. Let's start with that. Let's give a sarcastic round of applause to the San Diego Padres for understanding that Jorge Alfaro is just miles better than Austin Nola. If Austin Nola ever sees the freaking plate one more time, okay? If it's you, Darvish, sure. But if he sees the plate at any other point with any other starting pitcher, I'm just rioting. No way, Austin Nola, you're done. You are done. Done to me. D-O-N-E. Done. But he has five years of team control, huh? <laughs> Done. Done. Hosmer came through. Another two-hit night for Voight. Jerks and Profar can't hit a soccer ball right now. 
That's four in a row for the San Diego Padres. Taylor Rogers has ERA, has exploded to a 3.2 earned run average. And again, and again, if you have kids, if you're reading a book to your children tonight, tell them writers, you know, ask them about John Steinbeck. Ask them about Charles Dickens. What about F. Scott Fitzgerald? You know who's another great writer? Mark Twain. You know what they teach you in about junior year of high school? What about Edgar Allan Poe? Herman Melville. Ronald Dahl. George Louis Bourgeois. Miguel de Cervantes wrote Don Quixote. And I travel back 500 years ago and I want to ask them, can you script how this fucking baseball team from San Diego, can you write a page on how they're going to lose a game tonight? (laughs) And they're going to think I'm crazy. Because not even Shakespeare can script how this team loses baseball games. Everything's bad right now. Just everything is bad right now for the San Diego Padres. And it's the NBA Finals. And I really couldn't give a shit. And I really couldn't give a shit. The Padres lose to the Milwaukee Brewers. Nine hits apiece. They were up 4-1 heading into the bottom of the ninth. Taylor Rogers immediately cannot throw a fastball for a strike. He was plucking hitters with the slider. And my biggest question to you, and get everybody, like the stream for the Milwaukee Brewers winning this baseball game. Let's get some sarcastic likes in this live stream for the Milwaukee Brewers winning this baseball game. In all seriousness, everybody, thank you so much for 4,000 subscribers. I know it's an ugly night, and it's going to be an ugly stream, and it's going to be a disgusting one, but I do want to thank you. Okay, I do want to thank you for all these subscribers lately. Follow me on Twitter at the Hogwatch. Follow me on Instagram right here at the Hogwatch. I'm not sure why we don't see the new post from this Brewers game, but we usually let you guys know when we go live after every single game. I'm also on Apple Podcasts. I'm also on Spotify. Give your boy a follow, as well as join the San Diego Padres Hogwatch Discord. The link is pinned on top of the chat. Okay, the link is pinned on top of the chat. Now, I'm going to let people into the Discord later in the stream. But right now, it's my time to talk. In the ninth, Taylor Rogers, he couldn't throw anything for a strike. Bob Melvin. Why did Bob Melvin? Why did Bob Melvin leave him in? Can somebody explain to me? Why Bob Melvin let this mofo in the baseball game? Why did he keep him in? It was clear he couldn't throw his strikes. When the bases are loaded, this was a stupid move by Bob, and there's no way to defend Bob tonight. Bases loaded, nobody out. He cannot throw a strike, but you know what? Let's leave him in, because fuck it. Why was nobody warming up at that point? He was hitting multiple guys. The slider was in the dirt. The fastball was higher than the Empire State. And I understand you go with Taylor Rogers. 
By the way, I missed a super chat from Dale. I'm sorry, I'm not even locked in on those. Last time we scored more than four runs was May 22nd, bro. You're totally right. Thank you for your donation. I'm sorry, I'll get to donos later. George B says, how many games does Bob Melvin want to stop criticizing him? No, I'm going to criticize him when he deserves to be criticized. He 100% deserves to be criticized tonight. I've praised Bob Melvin all year long, but I ain't giving no one the pass tonight. You have bases loaded, nobody out, your amazing closer cannot throw a strike, and you leave him in without even warming up anyone in your pen. You warm up Chris Matt way too late, you have to throw him in the game, and he can't locate anything, falls behind 2-0, thus McCutcheon knows he has to throw a strike because he didn't get him warmed up. Obviously, it's not Bob Melvin's fault that Taylor Rogers couldn't do shit tonight, but it's Bob Melvin's fault that he was working on a replacement for Taylor Rogers way too late when the writing was already on the wall. Some kind of writing that could not be authored by Shakespeare or anybody. It was clear to anybody, to my nine-year-old beautiful cockapoo back in San Diego named Milo, that he even would fucking yank Taylor Rogers out of that baseball game. He pegged two guys too. And again, everybody, if you're new to the channel, I genuinely do hope you subscribe and join the Hogwatch. And I do want to apologize for my excessive profanity tonight. But this is just, just coming out. It's just coming out right now. And it is what it is. But at that point, after the Jace Peterson and ADHD, I know you're watching the stream. Stop fucking blowing up my DMs in Discord. I don't care if Nate timed you out. We'll figure it out later. We'll figure it out later, buddy. Stop being a kid. You're a grown-ass man. Hog, he's timing me out. Grow up. Watch the stream. Let's talk. Let's calm down. And let's relax. David, thank you, man, for the absolute bomb of a donation, man. I, I, you know, I, I love it so much. I'm just so pissed off right now. I don't even know how to praise you for it. But thank you so much, man, for giving a voice to all our pain. Here's a little love, Hog. Guys, let's get just an unstupid amount of W's in the chat, guys. Because this is a night filled with L's. I need all 200 plus of y'all to get big time W's in the chat for David. David, you are a gracious human being. And the least I can do is provide that therapy session for all of us. Because this team is really, really, really in shambles right now. And I'm glad to be kind of that voice for us. David, thank you so much for the stream. I do want to let y'all know we're going to have... YouTube emojis coming out. We have merchandise coming out. David, thank you so much, David. That is incredible. That is incredible. Incredible stuff, David. Let's get even more rounds of W's, everybody. Keep them going. Keep the W train for David. David, you are unbelievable, man. Again, with the donation says, for giving a voice to all our pain... Here's a little love hog. I got to pin that one, man. It's a huge dono. Thank you so much, buddy. I really appreciate it. 
Guys, listen, we're just getting started on the San Diego Padres Hogwatch postgame show. We're going to be letting fans into the Discord later in the live stream to discuss this heartbreaking loss from the San Diego Padres Neighborhood Watch with the big $5 Hollis says, you deserve to rant. We got swept by the Pirates. I know how you feel. You do not know how you feel, Neighborhood Watch. I appreciate all your support and your donations, but you do not know how it feels for you to be a Dodger fan and us to be a Padres fan. You literally cannot script how they lose these baseball games. And again, David... I, I don't mean to not be gracious for your donation. The stream just has to carry on. I just appreciate it so much, man. And I hope you know that all your guys' donations, including your big one, David, it helps me do other things on this channel, like pay a ton of money to give you guys merch. Thank you, man. And here are the nights, everybody. Here are the nights where it's only June... But shit can start teeter-tattering the other way. How much longer can A.J. Preller do this? Because think about this, everybody. Think about this. Tonight we scored four runs. And that's a big night for our offense. That's a big night for our offense. And you know what? And you know what? The issue is when that's a big night for your offense, you're not going to win baseball games. Sean Manaya gets screwed once again tonight for Sean Manaya, everybody. Six innings pitched for the kid. I'm going to make sure I give you guys the top hog hogwashes, the night Padres humor. I'll get to your dono shortly. Sean Manaya, six innings pitched, five hits, one run run, eight strikeouts. Sean needed a bounce back start. You know, he's been really average the last three, four starts. Sean Manaya comes in and he says, you know what? I'm going to put the team on my back. All I need is a little bit of run support. And he did his job. And unfortunately, the beautiful city of San Diego once again let him down. The bullpen did their job. Robert Suarez, Luis Garcia, each one innings pitched. They get it done. Three strikeouts combined. Those are your hog pen award winners of the night. And unfortunately, Taylor Rogers with the hog wash tonight. And it's tough to really blame this on Taylor Rogers because he's won the San Diego Padres a ton of baseball games. Unfortunately, his skipper let him down tonight. And his skipper knew should have pulled him. But I don't know why. We're going to get in to Bob Melvin. And Aiden Gabriel, you can hold this time out, buddy. Because I'm also sick of your shit. We get into the top hog, hog wash award winners of the night. Sean Manaya is one of your top hogs. Sean Manaya was sensational tonight. And it's what we needed. Jorge Alfaro, your other top hog of the night. Your hog washes of the night. Taylor Rogers and Jerickson Profar. Profar struggling at the plate. Rogers doesn't need any explanation. Jerickson Profar tonight. 0 for 5, three strikeouts, and he's been a strikeout machine lately. And this is it, everybody. Here are your standings. This was a quick recap for my YouTube audience. Jorge Alfaro. Okay. Manaya, your top hogs. Profar Rogers, your hog washes, everybody. Subscribe for my YouTube audience. Smash the like button. We're going to begin our live stream now, everybody. It's been your boy, Hog. Thank you so much for listening. Peace. All right, stream. 
What do we do? How do we begin this shit? Let me get to these donations. We're going to open up the Discord for everybody. And again, David, that's such a nuts stream, man. That I mean, such a nuts donation, bro. I, 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 I'm so grateful for your donation, man. That is an unbelievable dono. I really appreciate it, my man. I really appreciate it. That's a, just a crazy dono. Padres Humor says, we're going to hear from Bob Melvin too, everybody, on the postgame show. I cannot believe we're going to hear from Bob Melvin. Padres Humor says, hey, Hog, I just joined the Discord. If you're going to let people on the stream, I'd like to join and talk about that BS later in the stream, okay? Later in the stream, I promise we will let people in the San Diego Padres Hogwash Discord. If you guys don't know the Discord, join it right here. We have over 600 people in this Discord where everybody talks about the San Diego Padres. People have the Shakespeare outs to be online or not to be online. We have 600 big-time Padre fans who are in this Discord. So if you guys want to join this community, we're talking every single night Padres baseball during every single San Diego Padre game. Go ahead and join the San Diego Padres Hogwash Discord. We're going to be letting members in to call into the show later in the live stream. Thank you for your donation. No Potter's humor. You're a big man. You are awesome on Instagram. Lynn says we may need a new closer. It's hard enough to for our offense to score. Blowing a three on lead hurts so bad. Absolutely not, Lynn. I appreciate your donation. I 100% disagree. Taylor Rogers is a big reason why we have 30 wins. If Luis Garcia was our closer, we'd probably be 25 and 26 right now, Lynn. So no. Taylor Rogers has done his job. It wasn't his night, and it was his veteran skipper, three-time AO Manager of the Year, Bob Melvin, to know that it wasn't his night and to know that he should have taken him out. We're going to get into Bob Melvin's first big mistake of 2022 tonight. We're going to hear from him on the San Diego Padres-Milwaukee Brewers postgame show. The Padres lose 5-4. to four. Former Padre, of course, Jace Peterson hits the three-run tying double in the bottom of the ninth because it's only right for former Padres to kill current Padres. The Padres now find themselves at 30-20. and 20. 21. They've lost four straight games. They're three and seven in their last 10, and they haven't scored more than four runs in well over three weeks, I believe. The last time you saw an offensive barrage explosion, Hogg was in a little stroller. And again, we're going to talk about the bullpen choking. We're going to talk about Rodgers choking. But again, the issue is we are getting excited if this team scores four runs. We think that it's enough to win games. And with this rotation, with this bullpen, it likely is enough to win games a lot of the time. But four runs, guys, ain't enough always. And it showed tonight. And it absolutely showed tonight, everybody. Again, everybody, smash the like button on the stream. Let's help me out in the YouTube algorithm. We're going to be opening up to the floor to the chat really soon. But I'm telling you in baseball as well, when things go bad, they continue to go really bad. And it doesn't help when A.J. Preller continues to make roster switches, continues to make roster moves. It shows that there's a lack of confidence in his guys, and you feel that radiating in that clubhouse. You just feel that radiating in that clubhouse. Hey, Jorge, thank you so much for the donation, bro. I'd rather give you my money than go to Petco Park. I won't go unless they start to take us seriously. And here's what I want to ask y'all. Here's what I want to ask y'all. Jorge, thank you so much for your donation, man. If, if, if it's the Jorge who helps you on Instagram, I appreciate you. But let me tell y'all something. Let me tell you something. And again, everybody, we just hit 4,000 subscribers, okay? That means I'm giving away in a Bill Chrismat jersey. If you want to be entered, still subscribe to the channel right now. We'll be giving away in a Bill Chrismat jersey. Why do we keep filling up the stadium right now? I love Peter Seidler. I love his ability to open up the checkbook. But A.J. Preller needs to do something on this offense. 
you look at the four runs the Padres scored tonight, they should have they should have scored so much more. Alcantara left five on base. Huge at-bat in the third. Runners on first and second, two outs. Huge at-bat with bases loaded in the fourth with two outs. Why the hell is Sergio Alcantara on this baseball team? What does AJ Preller see in Sergio Alcantara? Can somebody educate me? And guys, thank you so much for all your donations tonight. Seriously, everybody. Dave, Jorge, Padres Humor. We're going to get into all you guys being in the Discord. Lynn, JD, chat voted Bo Mel hogwash of the night. No doubt. No doubt Bob Melvin's the hogwash of the night. But seriously. But seriously. Can somebody... Are you serious, Amir? Can somebody please... Can the Padres give Hog damn Padres credentials? Thank you, Frank. I hope you subscribe. The Padres would never do that to me because I criticize people. Why is Sergio Alcantara on this baseball team? What does AJ Preller see in Sergio Alcantara to keep him on this baseball team? It just doesn't make sense. You're going to have somebody who cannot have a hit but he has five years of team control. You're going to play him over S.A. Ruiz, who has 35 stolen bases in 48 games in AA, who has almost 10 home runs, who has an OPS of almost 1,000? Excuse me, 1,100? What is A.J. Preller doing with some of these roster spots right now? They make no sense at all. They make no sense at all. And I mean, I'll say it again, at all. You guys ready to hear from you guys ready to hear from Padres skipper Bob Melvin as well? Because I really hope, just like AJ Casavell hammered Jace Tingler last year for his double switch against the LA Dodgers, is AJ Casavell or whoever is asking questions going to ask Bob Melvin about why he left Taylor Rogers in for that lot? Is he going to ask him? Is he going to ask him why he left Taylor Rogers in for that long in that baseball game? It made no sense. We still haven't heard from Padres skipper Bob Melvin yet. I'm sure we're going to hear from him very shortly. No, seriously, chat. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not asking this question to criticize y'all. Can somebody educate me? Can somebody educate me as to why Sergio Alcantara is on this team? I genuinely want to learn. I don't know. He's done nothing. Bomel gets the hogwash for sure. Brett, thank you for the $5 holla. After he pegged two, he should have been pulled. Absolutely. It wasn't even near misses. It wasn't like the, 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 the Brewers hitters were getting contact on him in the zone. He couldn't locate anything. And there's the three-bat rule. Melvin could have yanked him immediately. And at that point, when it's 4-4 four to four and Jace Peterson's on third, you're just stupid wasting charisma at that point. And by the way, this all goes back to AJ Preller, but I'm not going to do this on the stream tonight because we did this last night, bitching and complaining about AJ Preller. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do it again tonight. But people complain he has to face three batters. Brian, he already faced his three batters when the bases were loaded with nobody out. Why would he leave him in the game after that? Why would he leave him in the game after that? 
And I'm telling y'all tonight. I'm telling y'all tonight. This umpire sucked, okay? I don't want to, you know, blame the umpire for the Padres losing this game. But the umpiring tonight was just piss poor. It was embarrassing. It was laughable. Good starting pitching. The 7th and 8th inning guys did their job. The offense did enough. It was a recipe. was all there for how they've won most of the year. This is just a freaking shame tonight. But let's be real, everybody. Let's be real. Are you surprised that this may have happened? Are you surprised? You really get numb to this. I disagree. The ump was trashed way worse for the Padres' favor than the Brewers' favor. Again, welcome to the post-game live stream show, everybody. I'm your host, Borna A.K. Hogg. The Padres lose an absolute just heartbreaker in the ninth inning to the Milwaukee Brewers. They give up four. Taylor Rogers has his worst outing of the year. Smash the like button on the stream, everybody. We have over 250 members in this live stream right now. We are introducing the YouTube membership next weekend with emojis. Um, we, we have, you know, merchandise and we just hit 4,000 subscribers. If you're new to the channel, subscribe for San Diego Padres content. Turn on those post bell notifications. Follow me on Instagram at the hogwash. Should we open up the discord yet or is it too early? I'm going to join the VIP section in the Discord, and if anybody wants to join, let me know. I'm going to stay in the VIP section right now, though, and I'll drag people up a little bit later. Do we have the Bob Melvin interview yet after the San Diego Padres? Wow. We still don't have the Bob Melvin interview yet. Is Melvin even going to interview? It's probably taking longer today because Melvin's likely talking to his clubhouse right now. Likely talking to his clubhouse right now, and this is how we all feel tonight. This is how we all feel tonight. And who would have thought? And this was the game they were going to win. And I still don't get it. And Jeff hits it right on the head. That was a no-brainer move by Bob. Why is he facing Jace Peterson? Why is he facing Jace Peterson? I'm in the Discord, everybody. Why is he facing Jace Peterson? Why is Taylor Rogers doing that? It just made no sense at all. So, Padres fans, I ask you now who are in the chat tonight. Dave, I, I still can't get over that $100 dono, man. I appreciate it. How do y'all feel right now? On a scale of one, hog, we're totally okay, calm down, to 10, hog, I'm officially panicking about this baseball team. How do you guys feel right now about this baseball team? I put my all my social media links pinned on the chat. I'm at about a seven right now. George B says, I'm a lifelong Padre fan. 
And I was surprised. I'm not surprised with the so-called Padres fan reaction, always quitting on our team. Why have you always been positive with the Padres? What have they done for you, George? Nate, are you actually that high? AJ Preller, please, please get some bats now. Please get some bats now, AJ Preller. Please, we need it so badly, so badly. The Padres are 3-7 and seven in their last 10. They haven't scored more than four runs since I was a baby. This offense actually scores four runs for once in their lives. Eric Hosmer had a big hit for once in the first time in forever. Jake Cornworth and Jerickson Profar continue to be bad. Luke Voigt's doing well again. Machado had a great game. Alfaro went deep. They had nine hits and they still lost. Still lost. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And here's what we wanted to tell you guys about. Bases loaded. But here's what I really wanted to tell you all about. How much longer can the pitching be perfect? And you see what happens when you see some imperfections. All the imperfections, right? This is with a starting pitching rotation and a bullpen that was awesome. And now you see what happens when there's blemishes in your bullpen. Now you see what happens when they're just not perfect. And now we can start singing the song that we did last year. If this is not perfect, cue Adele, everybody. And the sky falls, let it crumble. It's that simple. We will stand tall, face it all. We're talking about the San Diego Padres and the sky fall and the sky fall when it crumbles, when it crumbles, AJ Preller is so shit. So you got to face it all together. It's another year. NAN says, heartbreaking loss, but it's too early to panic. Change needs to happen and fast. Keep it up, Hawk. From Canada. Thank you so much, man. It is a heartbreaking loss. And it is way too early to panic. I'm just giving you guys my authentic reaction at the beginning of streams. Listen, we're 30 and 21. But every game after we lose, we say, hey, we're 30 and 17. Hey, we're 30 and 18. Hey, we're 30 and 19. Hey, we're 30 and 20. Hey, we're 30 and 21. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm literally, I'm literally going to tweet that right now. Hey. It's fine. 
It's fine. We're 30, we're 30 and 17. Okay. This is something. It's that simple. It's that simple. Bad tweet will regret. Yeah, you want to know why? Because I care about all the hate I get on Twitter, man. Come on, bro. My skin's pretty thick from that. We haven't heard from Bob Melvin yet. Does anyone know where the Bob Melvin interview is on Twitter? Because I haven't seen the Bob Melvin interview yet. Again, the Potters are 30 and 21. Jeff says high leverage pitches supposedly double the pitch count. Our starting pitcher is having to deal with the medium high leverage for six to seven innings. As they know, they have to be perfect. This can last another six weeks, maybe. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. Again, does anyone know why we, does does anyone know why we, we we don't have Bob Melvin yet? And we also have to remember, Fernando Tatis is not just going to fix this. Fernando Tatis Jr. is not enough to fix this at all. This still goes all the way back to the offense. You know, we talked about Taylor Rogers choking today. Again, follow me on Instagram, everybody at the Hogwatch. This all goes back to the Padres offense. This all goes back to the Padres offense. Oh, Padres fans, do you guys have any questions, man? Do you guys have any questions from today's stream? If not, we can open it up to the Discord as well, everybody. I don't know why Bob Melvin's hiding from the media. Guys, I'm opening up the Padres Discord right now. Padres humor, man. Padres humor. Can you hear me, man? You're, you're on the show, bro. I'm, uh, I, I dragged you in what, what, uh, hold on, hold on one second. Let me just make sure, uh, let me just make sure the stream can hear you. Give me a second. All right, buddy. How you doing? Welcome to the show, man. The greatest San Diego Padres Instagram page. Welcome to the show. What are your thoughts from today's game, man? I mean, it's just typical. (laughs) I mean, what what else should we expect? This happens every year. You know, the and, same type of shit. And and you know, Chad, it, it it it's unfortunate because you know you talk about this this struggle, and it's you know we can peg it on Taylor Rogers, whatever. Um, I want to go to something else. Okay. I, well, actually, we'll wait on that. Amir's like, I'm all in on trading Hog. I mean, all in on trading Cronenworth now. Hog, I've seen enough. Told you so. I love Jake. Um. Listen, I'm still blaming the bats. I'm still blaming the bats. They left way too many on base tonight. Again, again. I mean, I I don't really know how many they left on base tonight, actually. What I do know is Alcantara... Yeah, the Padres left 10 more on base tonight. So, 
We talk about the four runs, but Padres humor, they should have scored a lot more runs tonight. Adrian Hauser was awful, and they really didn't get to him. <sighs> I mean, that's just... That's just how our offense has been. And also, like... Ten, not ten. No, not nine. Ten, everybody. Ten Padres left on base tonight. And the way that this game was set up for us to win was like how we've been winning like every game. Sam Kinsey... Go ahead. It's not sustainable for Taylor Rodgers to be perfect every single time. And this is going to happen. Sam Kinsey says, I'm sorry, four runs against the Brewers is fine. That's entirely on Rodgers. I don't think you watched the game tonight then. They had so much. They should have got seven, eight runs off Hauser. I mean, he was awful tonight. Couldn't throw strikes. One for nine with runners in scoring position. You can be content with four runs. And if you're content with the Padres scoring four runs, I'll tell you this, you'll be sitting on your couch in early October. It's that simple. It's that simple. No, we do we really think four runs is actually enough? Yeah. What is it? If we win tomorrow, Hogg will be ecstatic and claiming we are the best. Fair weather, yeah. Go, 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 go watch, go watch somebody else, man, then. <laughs> yo, 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 like, what is it? What is it? You don't gotta be here, man. Jeremy, Padres are in the Western Division. Hell, best of luck. Hopefully the Cardinals and Padres meet in the playoffs. It's redemption time. Keep up the passion. Love it. Jeremy's a Cardinals fan, man. He stumbled on the channel during the Cardinals-Padres series. Appreciate your dono, man. Appreciate your support, man. Uh, you know, listen, I'll keep the passion. I know a lot of people are annoyed with it. So, you know, you don't got to watch. Listen, I'm pissed off, man. Because this is where I'm just enduring what we all have to endure. Like, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I thought this one was over tonight. I thought we won this game. I, I, I thought we turned it around. I thought we were back on track. I thought we were going to get it going. And it was just a wait, 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 wait. Let's go to the map. Let's see where we're from. We're from San Diego. Let's slap them one more loss because fuck this city. That's what I felt tonight. And the fact that we were winning those many games early on, it wasn't sustainable. You literally saw it in that Pirate series, okay? When Taylor Rogers blew that save in that Pirate series, I said that tweet and I got blown up on Twitter saying I was actually happy that they lost that game. Hopefully it was a wake-up call. Nope, I'm not happy they lost that game now because it clearly wasn't a wake-up call. And at this point, we need to just find a way to just crawl and get wins because I don't even know what it is at this point. This is a Brewers team where I feel like if we were to see in the postseason, I'd be very confident that we'd beat. But now at this point, I don't even know. Padre Schumer, can you can you educate me? I'm not being sarcastic. Can you educate me as to why Sergio Alcantara is on this baseball team right now? I I I, I genuinely want to I want you to teach me. Tell me. Help me. I have no fucking clue why he's on the team. <laughs> I have no re- I have no idea why we got him in the very in the first place. We have guys in the system that are better than him and can play the same position as him. The Brewers are good, uh, says Dalton. I mean, the Brewers are not that good. They've just won a lot of close games too. They have a better record than the Padres slightly. They showed us that in close games. We are very similar teams. They have a great rotation. They have an okay offense. Their offense is just slightly better. Just slightly better. But we are very similar teams. Where's the Bob Melvin presser? Does, does anyone know where it is? Would you have rather Chat kept Cano or Alcantara? 
I, I don't know why you wouldn't keep Cano over him. Cano. Like, they're, they're, they're both painful options, but one of them at least has an other impact outside of baseball on the field. Cano's just a better player in general, too. I thought Cano was having some better at-bats. The Brewers' offense is the same as us? Absolutely. And it, and it, and it really pains me that Sean Manaya chat just was so good again tonight. I mean, he was better than he has been in his last few outings. He was actually good tonight, chat. He got it done when he needed to. And... And he just gets just, it's just so unlucky. And, and and what is it tomorrow? It's Joe Musgrove versus Corbin Burns. And this shit can happen fast for the Padres now. You know, this, this spiral, this spiral can happen fast for the San Diego Padres right now. Just like you can go on fast win streaks, you can start losing games very fast. I have no idea where the Melvin Presser is. And right now, everybody, you're going to see how the San Diego Padres deal with adversity. Because I know it's June, but this is as big as it gets right now in terms of adversity. This is a real, you know, sometimes I overreact on stream. This is a real rock bottom moment. A real rock bottom moment. And it happened from former Padre Jace Peterson. Fly ball right center back (laughs) at the track it is off the fence watch him run here is in was that ball catchable was it a catchable ball by Grisham or Azokar let's take a look chat at the track it is off the tough play Bases loaded, no outs, 3-1. Obviously, a fastball was coming. That's the at-bat where I don't understand why Taylor Rogers was in the game. He faced the minimum. He faced the minimum. Was Grisham trying to just play bowling with himself? Why does Trent Grisham always jog, though? That was probably an uncatchable ball. But why does he always go for a Sunday stroll? But he shouldn't have been in the game, Taylor Rogers. He should not have been in the game at all. At all. After those three batters. Unless you want Grisham to dive head first into the wall and die. I mean, what else does he do for the team? I'm kidding. And listen, it's easy, chat. It's easy to want to destroy Taylor Rogers tonight. It's easy. But but again, it goes back to this offense. Were we actually one for nine? Oh my God. So again, again, the story of the night shouldn't be about the 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 blown save from Rodgers. It should be about the awful Padres offense once again. That is the that is the core problem. It's 100% the core problem. 
One for nine with runners in scoring position. Ten Padres left on base. Recipe for failure. You agree, Padres humor? That's the issue tonight. Taylor Rogers' breaking news is a human being. And the more you tax him, the more you're going to start seeing games like this. The more we start overusing this guy. Yeah, it's 100% on the offense. I've been saying that for the past few games, but I still get people who message me saying that the bullpen blew it again or something. But can we really expect our pitchers to basically shut out the other team every single game? That's just not realistic. What's your take on Jake Cronenworth? What do we do with him? Jake? Yeah. What do we do with well, Jake? <laughs> no, let's talk. Seriously, man. This is a sore subject I'm, for a lot of people. Yeah. I'm a pretty uh, avid Cronenworth defender, as you probably know. So I think he still deserves some more time based on what he did last year. But if he's still shit by, like, the trade deadline area of the season, then I'll be genuinely concerned. But for now, I'm still giving him a bit of a pass because he's so good on defense. The thing is... And he has good speed. The thing is, this... This season can be over before the trade deadline if we don't do any... If we don't make any moves. I'm serious, man. Estre Ruiz needs to be called up. Try every and any option right now. Maybe we bring out Trevor Hoffman out of retirement. Take a look at this meme, chat. The entire team except start starting pitching. You guys cannot spell. Somebody remake this. Somebody remake this meme. Jeff, what are your thoughts on tonight's just piss poor performance? I'm sorry, man. I'm red hot. What are your thoughts? We were both saying. I mean, towards the end, they've they showed. Chris Matt warming up. I, he can get warm in eight pitches. You got to. Rogers just doesn't have it. He got the yips. That's got to be. That's the first part. Yeah, the hitting. I mean, weirdly, this one hurts more, but the other, some of the other losses recently are more disappointing. 100%. 100%. Because those make losses me more in St. pessimistic. Louis, those losses in St. Louis, it was like the offense is so incredibly shit today. That's yeah, just it's anemic. Like, it, it's kind of like you're just a disappointed father and your child. You're not the yes. angry father tonight. Yeah. Tonight, guys, we were the angry father because our child, our child did something stupid. But but the last few nights in St. Louis, we were the disappointed father because we see a flaw in our children. That's the biggest difference. So tonight, while it may seem more emotional to you, the problems are really more deeply rooted in St. Louis. But again, it still goes to show you the four runs tonight. Oh man, Hauser was awful. It should have been 10. Any average offense gets Hauser out of the game in the third inning. I mean, oh, excuse me, one for nine with runners in scoring position. Okay. 10 left on base, 
and this pathetic offense still somehow puts up four runs. Can we talk about one of our top hogs of the night chat and, and, and Jorge Alfaro? How much longer should Austin Ola even see the field? I don't care if guys aren't really comfortable throwing to him. I thought Nomar Mazar looked good as well, too, chat. Didn't he get a little banged up? Why did he get pulled early? Yeah, is he hurt? He had to have been hurt. I don't know why he got pulled. By the way, have we even heard from anybody in Padres media right now? Something's going on with the Padres, where Melvin's talking to the team and I think all the media members. We haven't heard from Kevin Acey. We haven't heard from Dennis Lynn. We haven't heard from Bob Melvin. We haven't heard from Jeff Sanders. We haven't heard from anybody in Padres media tonight. Yeah, that's really weird. Who's traveling at the game? AC, Lynn, they all are. We haven't heard from anyone in Padres media tonight yet. Weird. That's weird. Something's happening right now in the clubhouse. It's probably one of those nights where Melvin's having a really long discussion with his team. You would hope. Yeah, but I think I think some one of those guys would tweet that out. This is really weird. Do I have do I give Uncle call to get him out of retirement? Says Chicken Joe. Yeah, if you guys don't know Chicken Joe's uncle's Trevor Hoffman, please give him a call. And after he has his major league record fifteen hundred save, <laughs> we'll bring him on the show. So that's my part. Like I It's not Rogers' fault though. Lo- yeah. Closures lose their it's not Rodgers' fault at all. And yeah, it's it's. I mean, when you're if you're missing by inches, and he was getting really lucky calls for for a lot of the strikes that he got. The remember that those were off by a few inches. Um, and uh, but yeah, the ball's just he's got no idea where the, where his fastball's going. You just have to pull the plug there and bring in Chris Matt. You're up three, bases loaded, no out. Facing Jace Peterson. Like the last said, five outs. Like, the last five outs for Taylor Rogers. Four hits, eight runs, seven earned, two walks, two hit by pitches, one home run, one triple, three strikeouts. But again, that was that was my worry. Of I was like, please, just being another guy. Like I'd rather that happen rather than groove something right down the middle that just get absolutely obliterated. And again, everybody, welcome to the San Diego Padres-Milwaukee Brewers postgame show. The Padres have their most frustrating, anger-filled loss of the season. This has been brought to you by BetOnline.ag. The Boston Celtics just had a crazy fourth-quarter comeback, and I was, you know, unfortunately oh, I missed wow. it, but uh, I had to talk about it. So, yeah, Boston Celtics, go to BetOnline.ag if you think the Golden State Warriors are going to win the title because you'll probably get plus odds right now. Smash the like button on this stream. Guys, we're still just getting started on the Hogwatch Padres postgame show. Um, I, I, it's still so weird. Listen, the story of the night, again, I'll, I'll say it again. I showed it on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. The story of the night shouldn't be about the blown save from Rodgers. 
It should be about the awful Padres offense. Once again, that is the core problem. One for nine with runners in scoring position. Ten Padres left on base. Recipe for failure. Go ahead and follow me on Twitter at the Hogwatch. The road to 2000 begins there. And follow me on Instagram at the Hogwatch. So, the story of the night in my eyes right now is where in the heck is Bob Melvin? Where's Kevin Acey? Where's Dennis Lynn? Where's Annie Helbrin? Where is Jeff Sanders? Where is anybody in this Padres media and why we're not hearing from them? I don't know why Nomar Mazar was yanked out of the game. If it was for a baseball reason, it's incompetence. And just because Bob Melvin's our manager doesn't mean he's a perfect human being. I think we all we, I think we all saw Bob Melvin made his biggest mistake so far in San Diego tonight. Um, again, the offense is the core issue, but no, no, right, Jeff, this this had to have been Mel, Melvin's biggest mistake so far. Yeah, it, it, it was, now, a, it was it, a no-brainer to take him out. Yes. Uh, oh my he, God, he, AC he just tweeted. See... AC just tweeted. What did he say? Well, he just posted an article, um, and Rogers said, "quote Worst night of my career." Nothing was working. Pretty simple. After a tough season in St. Louis, the team was in position to win, and I screwed it up. The Brewers... They're getting interviews. They're in there getting interviews in the locker room. So, Bob, uh, I mean, maybe he's not doing a video interview tonight. Um, I don't know. I don't know how he really rolls. Everybody, he, seem, he always seems to stand up in front of the media, but I, I this is the one night I really want to see it because I, I do want to see that question asked of deep center back Taylor still back over his head and it's gone. Yo, can you mute that, please? Can you mute that, please? I'm sorry, ESPN's ad started playing. So everybody, take a look at this, okay? Let 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 let's talk about. Uh, here's the new Kevin Ac article that he just posted. All right, the new Kevin Ac article that he just posted, talking about the Padres' utter collapse tonight in Milwaukee. Let's take a look and hear what we have to see from Taylor Rogers right here. The Padres bash Taylor Rogers. Excuse me, the Brewers. They extend the losing streak for the San Diego Padres. Taylor Rogers has worst night of my career. Wow, that's saying something. Nothing was working. Pretty simple after a tough series in St. Louis. I really hope the media talks Obel about... gave quotes. He, he gave quotes. So he's done the interview. Bob Melvin? Just not on... Yeah. Overall, we played a really good game up to that point. Manager Bob Melvin said, got some guys in when we needed and just lost the game. Not typical or how we've played this year. The Potters are up 4-1 to one and poised. He gave up a single, blah, 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 blah. I want to get more quotes. Overall, we played a really good game, says Bob Melvin. Got some guys in we needed to and just lost the game. Not typical of how we played this year. The Padres were 19-4 and when scoring at least four runs. They were 4-0. Shamanaya was good. Any other quotes we have from tonight? Nada, nada, nada. Luke Voigt, again, was really good tonight. Rogers said, you're not going to put your head in the sand and think you're never going to blow a save, but you hope to minimize consecutive ones. The goal now is to getting back to putting up a zero. I mean, that's what you want your closer to say, but man. Yeah. This is, you know, again, the story of the night shouldn't be him. The story of the night shouldn't be Taylor Rogers at all. Uh, I, I think he'll he'll snap out of this, and we we all knew what he was doing wasn't consistent. But the good thing with him is he kind of quickly shows you that he doesn't have it, and you know, if he's tired or whatever it is. 
you know, the, the, when he blew the last one, I was like, why have him keep pitching? Like he, he's getting gassed. Um, that's why I, the addition of Robertson, if that Cubs deal comes through, I'd like to have another like closer guy. It's weird though that we still haven't heard from this. It's weird that we still haven't heard from this. Welcome to the post game show, everybody. Oh man, this this is the, this the is way they have it set up. Milwaukee may have Milwaukee was out of town. They may have gotten in late. Their media room might be set. You know, uh, media room might not be set up well to do it. So they're just doing you know the quick note interviews. What does yeah. Preller do at this point? This team's kind of just, this team's just kind of in trouble, everybody, because yeah, they 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 don't have money. They don't have money. Their offense sucks, and because of how bad their offense is, they rely on their starting pitching way too much. And you know, to be quite frank with y'all, that's just a recipe for not winning. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys the cold hard facts. But for anybody who's going to complain about Taylor Rogers tonight, rethink that. Rethink that. That's not the issue. Again, welcoming all the new members to the Padres Discord. We have it linked all my socials in the chat. Izzy, Braska, Dusty Kitten, SD Fitteds. Welcome to the Discord, everybody. But AJ. Closers will get a little runny yips and... Then they're back on. I mean, they're a finicky group. They're kind of like kickers. And, uh, you know, he'll be fine. But it, it, this is his bad run. Might happen twice this season. Maybe only once. But this happens to almost every closer out there. Come on, that's two drop save for Rodgers in a row. Boo-hoo, he had 14 saves in a row. Do you know how many yeah. games he saved us in RC? Remember that Schwindel bomb when he wasn't even good and that saved us? All those one-run games that Taylor Rodgers has won us. This team would be a 20- six or seven. This team would probably be thir- 24 and 27 right now without Fernando Tatis Jr. if it wasn't for Taylor Rodgers. Think about that. We're 30 and 21 and we're panicking because that's who we are as fans. But we would be truly, truly in a state of emergency if Taylor Rogers wasn't Taylor Rogers and we didn't have him as our closer, we'd probably be 24 and 27. Yeah. The, the, the panic set in for me watching how the lineup was when Manny was out. Yeah. Like just really, there's nothing. Hosmer is unfortunately not, he, he is who we thought he is. Um, we just don't have, uh, you know, Alfaro, Voigt, Manny, Profar. Profar sucked tonight, but um, let the other guys get some dink singles. That's how we're going to have to win games until the trade market opens. Trade market is not for another dead six closed weeks. right now. Right. What's that? It's uh, not for another six weeks. You might see it around Fourth of July, but it's it's dead unless someone's going to really. Oakland's only one that is really for Frankie Montas, and it's they're asking a king's ransom. So now the but question no one is, else. 
the question is, where are the answers? Let's talk about the good. Luke Voigt. One of our better hitters right now. Luke Voigt, Alfaro. Um, I mean, that was... That's about it. Profar slot. I, I don't care if he K's all the time and hits a bomb once every 15, 20 at-bats. He needs to play more. Profar slumping And he has again. a gun. Cronenworth's been slumping all year. Machado's just... It's, it's just starting to look like it's going to be one of those really good years for Manny Machado. It's just starting to look like it where it's like... You continuously say, holy cow, Manny Machado's hot? No, this just kind of seems like the kind of year he's going to have. I think he's adjusted to the deadened ball because we're, you know, his barrel rate's extremely low. So technically, a barrel rate starts off at 98 miles an hour with 26 to 30 degree launch angle. Each mile an hour goes up, the launch angle gets a little bit wider. Um, But I think he's willing to drive the ball the other way more often stay inside out and turn on some a mistake but um that's given us huge average but it's almost you know if people are on we need you to really take daddy big daddy hacks and then on two strikes maybe shorten up and try to put the ball in play I lowered I, uh, I lowered his volume a bit, guys. I'm sorry. I don't know. Am I too loud? No, I lowered you. Is my is 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 my audio seems like it was a little low when I played it in my last stream. So, I'll I'll up it a I little bit. I was low last time. I increased my game. I'll, I'll up it, chat. I do wish his power numbers were to go up, but Manny's not the issue. Yeah, I 100% agree. Manny Machado's not the issue. So, Padres fans, tomorrow it's a it's a new look. It's Joe, Joe Musgrove, Corbin Burns. Again, the biggest question is this team is just. This is some of the biggest adversity they're seeing so far. Is this something that they can overcome quick? Because it ain't getting any easier. You know, they got three more in Milwaukee. Then they got to host the Mets for three. And just like that, if you lose five of your next six, you're 31 and 26. You start going back to 500. You're not having Tatis back for at least another month. And, you know... Here we go. You know, it Both goes it case. goes, you know, it goes back to being comfortable in a wild card spot to now having to scrap and claw to get in. It's very different. Well, this is why we hired Bob Melvin, right? For times like to this, lead us for literally these moments. For literally times like this is why we hired Bob Melvin. To get us out of these shitty shitty situations. I mean, he's he's the captain I want steering the ship. I just like captain. I've said nothing good things, but we're sitting up on the deck with you tonight, and we were both saying there's a fucking iceberg right there. Can you? And he, that was the one time I'm like, I think if he gets through, you know, one more hitter walks a guy, beans a guy, he gets pulled there. We're down by we're up by two. Chris Matson, no outs, bases loaded. But it just so happened that that was the the worst part of it is you just groove one and hitters are going up there when a guy's wild like that and they're looking at one spot that they can take the ball deep. By the and way, he everybody, put it in that one spot. By the way, everybody, thank you so much for four thousand subscribers. I know sixty percent of y'all don't subscribe who watch me. If you want. 
daily Padres postgame shows. Subscribe to the channel. All right, let's get the road to 5K going. Appreciate everyone's support. Again, the Padres lose an absolute heartbreaker. Austin Nola's a great guy. He's not a great baseball player. Um, and it's, uh, you know, this is, this is a really tough loss for the San Diego Padres. We saw Blake Snell have a quote today on 97.3 The Fan. Blake Snell was saying, we'll be fine. We're 30 and 20. This was before tonight's loss. What are you upset about? There'll be streaks when we lose and streaks when we win talent-wise and how this clubhouse meshes together and loves each other. I know we're going to get out of this. Yeah, that's that. It, it, this just sounds like last year. This um, game, yeah. a little bit more. I do. I'm still frustrated with the offense. A little bit more. I like to see the power coming back. Um, you know, outside of Profar, no one really cared a ton. Um, you know, I didn't like. Really, I, we keep bunting Grish to get the guy on third, and then. I understand it, but Grish, you know, he can pull the ball. I guess you don't want him to strike out, but then you have Alfaro coming up. Alfaro needs to move up in the lineup. Somehow uh, separating, maybe go Voight, Haas, Alfaro. Alfaro is like our third best hitter right now. Yeah. yeah. Jorge I mean, Alfaro, it, it, guys, right now, guys, listen to this. Jorge Alfaro is hitting 275 this year. Yeah. What's his slug? Let me take a look. I'm like adjusting it for my – my stream i don't really want to see nola in the lineup we we ho's gonna, <laughs> gonna be a movie tonight jeff well i can't uh, too many, remember too many times the brewers ran on us like alfaro stops the running game there's a video on youtube of dude his literally slugging is throwing... four, his slugging's 438 okay his, his o- on base his is ops is his on base is 320 his ops is 756 that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good for the Padres. I mean, I think Nola has an Void is just missing balls. He hit a couple. By the way, the Dodgers thirty-eight degree launching. But 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 it's looking like Luke Voigt is just. I'm not worried about Luke Voigt with 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 how he's with how he's at the play right now. He's going to start crushing balls. He's close. He's really close, Chad. Um, Is what it is, everybody. The Padres now find themselves at 30 and 21. They've lost four in a row. They're three and seven in their last 10. It seems as if right now the clubhouse is still together, which they should be. We need guys like Bob Melvin to be able to keep this clubhouse together. Because these are the times where it's tough. Again, if you're new to the channel, subscribe to the Hogwatch. Follow me on Instagram at the Hogwatch link right here. And chat again, if anyone else wants to join the Discord, we'll have it open right now. We'll kind of take this last segment for anybody who wants to ask questions. I'll drag you up in the VIP. Um, chat, does anybody have any questions from tonight? Um, listen, in terms of answers right now, it's going to – I did not see CJ's crazy play. Not The answers are going to have to come internally. I thought Nomar Mazar was pretty good tonight. I have no idea why they yanked him. People saying our hitting coach is 27 years old. I'm done pegging anything on the hitting coach. Look at Damian Easley in Arizona right now. We were about to make yeah. crewnecks for how bad he was last year. And now look at the Diamondbacks. Christian Walker's got 13 home runs. Dalton Varsha looks like the next superstar. They're doing. They no just work. called up. They called up a rookie who immediately hit. These are not issues with the hitting coach. 
These are organizational, deep-rooted flaws that I had mentioned on our therapy session last night where some of this cannot be irreparable while the prior regime's here. So what we have to do is accept that reality and figure out how we can overcome it. Stop blaming the hitting coach, everybody. Our hitting coach tells the batters, don't swing at nothing, just stare. You guys have no idea if that's true or not. I made the mistake of blaming on the hitting coach last year. I'm not going to do it again. It's easier to blame Jace Tingler because you're able to see his mistakes as a viewer. But you're not able to see Burdar's mistakes as a coach. He's behind the scenes. Here was Abrams' crazy play today. The 01. Oz, players went to the left side. Backhander barehanded by Abrams in short left field. Throws to first and he's out. That's cool. Can he hit? If Taylor Rogers continues the yips, would you consider trading? I'm not going to even read the rest of that sent that question. I think it's because Bob gives his players too many chances to get out of jams. No, I don't think Bob does. I actually kind of like how Bob Melvin has a longer leash with his starters. I just don't like how long of a leash Bob had tonight. That's what I don't like. Coming off of what what the last time was, I mean, these guys' heads are a little... His last time out on the mound, he gave up the the big one. One thing starts going and things start rolling downhill bad. They've got to come in and save him and get him back out of there and get him into a little lower leverage situation. He'll be fine. We, sh we should have taken advantage of Strong or whoever what his name was, rookie reliever who's in trouble. Jeremy, thank you for the donation. It says Cardinals fan here supporting cards, pods, fans, passions. Jeremy, you're a big supporter, man. I I, I don't know really know why you support a big Padre fan, but congratulations on your sweep, and I really appreciate you supporting me and my passions, man. It's uh, Listen, you know, it's welcome to the lives of San Diego fans. Uh, you know, it, it is what it is. It, it, this team right now isn't equipped to win long-term because of what A.J. Parler has done. Cardinals fans are rooting for us right now. Why is That's that? That's why he, he's sticking around because we're playing Milwaukee, leaders of their division. Oh. So, I mean, it – it makes sense. It's good to have. I mean, you guys, you're, you're, do you guys see what I'm showing on my stream? I'm showing the beautiful city of San Diego. Jeff, I honestly was so shocked from tonight's loss, man. I was. It's a shocker one. It's the beautiful city of San Diego. This one doesn't worry me as much as the other ones have been doing. I think it's a slight uptick in offense. It, this one's like a. You got hit a lot harder, but the other one is like a deep bone bruise. Hog, what are you shocked about, man? This happens every year. The city's beautiful. The tacos are great. The people are attractive. The nightlife is fun. The sports teams fucking suck. That would be my postcard. Sky says, we thought Damien Easy was the scum of the Potters offense, and now he has the Diamondbacks as a top 10 offensive team. That's my point. That's my point. And hey, 
Beats me. 45,000 strong will be there Monday night. At least I'm happy at least Peter Seidler is able to get some return on his big investment. Unfortunately, his, his uh, what do they call him? His financial advisor is completely telling him to invest in the wrong stocks. Uh, if he's, someone with that type of wealth has to be in the markets at a decent rate. He's losing heavily right now. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I was making an analogy to his financial yeah. advisor being AJ Preller. Yeah. Well, both his financial advisors are. Yeah. Because listen, people were getting on me last night for drilling AJ Preller. Peter Seidler is the most, could be one of the best owners the city's ever seen, if not the best. It's Has been the most willing to spend for once. This is not a big market, y'all. For this market, when I talked to Jeff Passan, when I talked to John Heyman, they couldn't praise the dude enough for spending $200 million. And this offense shouldn't be this shit. For having somebody like Fernando Tatis Jr. and Manny Machado, just starting with those two guys on your baseball team, there's no reason we shouldn't be as good as the Dodgers every single year with the kind of money that we're spending. Guess when, I know you're going to hate to hear this, when the Dodgers hired Friedman. When we hired Preller. We could have Same hired Friedman. Year. Yeah. And that, I, I don't, I make it shit on for this take. Is it that, you know, Potters fans love the idea of that picture with AJ with the mask down, with the phone on there, with the sandals that he's wheeling and dealing, making these big flashy trades. When he, all, all the guys that he's bringing in, he's bringing in, buying high on them in my opinion and where the other guys i mean you look at kyle bloom in boston eric neander um friedman farhan those dudes are all they're dorks i mean they i don't know is it an ego thing and now I can't, uh, I can't, I can't figure that out. Uh, hit coach is 27 years old. So how can the Potters take inspiration from him when he has no real experience? He can't be a miracle worker for sure. Let's be real. This has nothing to do with Birdar. They hire this guy for a reason. Birdar is, he's a, uh, I mean, he's a, what the hell is the lab that everyone goes to? He's one of those guys. He's a, sabermetrics getting the data guy there to go to him for like psychological stuff i mean that's what melvin's there for i mean i i don't think the hit tools are very high with a lot of what this roster has i think that's a roster makeup issue thank you for the donation though Brian says, hey, if you guys haven't seen the play Abrams made, we, we, we saw it. I, I'm not blaming this on Burdar, okay? I'm not, I'm not blaming this on Burdar. But again, everybody, this is it. We had a three-hour therapy session last night. Here it is tonight. And it's going to be harder for me to not complain about A.J. Preller because we just kind of know what the writing on the wall is. Potters fans, any final questions on stream? If not, we're going to wrap it up very shortly. 
Let me know if you guys have any other questions on stream. I'm ha I'm here to answer them. Let's try and keep the faith. Let's try and keep the faith. This is really tough. Thank you guys for all your donations tonight. Guys, I've been working so hard on merchandise. And I think I'm going to drop quarter zips. Like, hopefully, at the end of summer, if we're going to make a postseason run, they're going to be sick. I'm going to start it off with dropping two shirts that I actually am putting so much effort and design into. I'm going to make little profit. I'm doing the best quality on them. I want you guys to like them. I'm making a full brand new logo. It's going to be sick. Okay. So very excited to drop those very soon. The growth has been insane. I still cannot believe the kind of growth and shit that people watch me on these streams. Thank you guys so much for your support, man. Um, this is, you guys are changing my life right now. And it's, uh, for the better, for worse, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to start losing the, these cutie curls with the, with the rate this baseball team goes. But this is the time where, you know, Melvin needs to go to guys like Jake Cronenworth and just say, Hey Jake, you got to dig deep right now. We need you dig deep. Yeah, he goes, with him closing off, is he, you know, I did some charts on like his like strike looking count, the percentages, they're up quite a bit. He's closed off so he, he doesn't get his left eye and right eye seeing the ball coming in. If he's left eye dominant, that could be a really big issue. Um, that's my biggest worry with him is he he lets right down the middle balls just go straight there. Name another team with more dominant closers in their team history. It's a great point for people complaining about the closer situation. The Padres yeah. have been an unlucky franchise. The one thing they've been lucky of is having dominant closers from the day we were alive. I mean, Trevor Hoffman, Heath Bell, Houston Street, Brad Hand, Fernando Rodney. I mean, it, Taylor, it just goes on and on and on. And I'm already forgetting so many more. The shark. Mark shark Melanson. League last year. Mark Melanson. And of course, he it was San Diego. a He's former Padre. Right. This offense right now is really, really bad. The Padres did have a home run tonight. But if you look at MLB teams, home runs per game, we take a look right now. The San Diego Padres are 26th after their home run tonight. And they're not even close to being 25th with the Pirates. And every team that the Padres are around, okay, the Tigers, the Nats, the Athletics, the Royals, the Pirates, the Reds, the White Sox, the Guardians, they all suck. Urzra MF, thank you so much for the $10. Hollis says, why do we love this team so much? Because I think we love it even more, Ezra, because it's all we have left in San Diego, too. And we have potentially the biggest star in the history of our city in terms of sport. I'm serious. And Tatis. Now, I'm not saying it is, but Ezra, thank you again for the $10 holla. I appreciate your donation. But this guy, Fernando Tatis, potentially could be the biggest star we've ever seen in the history of the city when it comes to sport. When you look at someone like Justin Herbert, he's in L.A. When you look at the San Diego Chargers, who are some of the best Chargers ever? Maybe LaDainian Tomlinson. But when you talk about social media, this guy could be the biggest ever. And it's all we have now in terms of a major sports team. We have an owner who's been opening up his checkbook. That is why we love this team so much. 
But what comes with that is also knowing the knowledge of the history of this plagued city of San Diego. And that's why it hurts so much. But it's kind of like that ex-girlfriend. You know she's not for you. But for some reason, you just kind of always want more of it. You always just want her back and you want more of it, regardless of how she treats you. Even if she wears the pants, this city is the ex-girlfriend. Whale's vagina. <laughs> Haters generational. The Brewers are first in the division. He's not going anywhere. Guys, the fact that you're talking about trading for a closer just goes to show you that, listen, I love that all y'all watch me. You don't know baseball. I think we could use, I think we could use a, a person to help the bullpen, kind of like a 1B to Taylor Rogers. Look at all great teams. They had 1As, they had 1Bs. Look what Dylan Batantis was for Andrew Miller with the Yankees. They could have been, Batantis could have been a closer, but he was the 1B. The question is, I don't think we have a 1B. I don't think Garcia is a 1B. But as no. Jeff was saying, maybe a David Robertson is a 1B who's having a rejuvenation with Chicago. The 37-year-old product has a 1.7 ERA. Let's find a 1B. But no, to trade for an actual closer, you're delusional. You're fair weather. What we need to do is give up the farm and get bats. Give up Estre Ruiz and get Benintendi right now. Give up Campisano and Victor Acosta and get J.D. Martinez. Or give up Campy, get Wilson Contreras, whatever you got to do. Stop prospect hoarding. I'm done with that shit. This is something that Jeff, and guys, I want to talk about that. I got really obsessed with prospect hoarding when I used to be a big Laker fan with our young guys when we sucked. I was obsessed with D'Angelo Russell. I was obsessed with Brandon Ingram. But at what cause? Watching them average 20 points a night on an empty team that was going to win 27 games? You have to make tough decisions and give them up and trade for Anthony Davis so you can hold up the 17th title in LA Lakers franchise history. At what point do you guys want to prospect hoard so you can drive with your Prospects little... Are... At what point do you guys want to prospect hoard and drive with your family to go up to Lake Elsinore and watch Hassel hit 320 with 20 bombs every year? That means absolutely fucking nothing. Or do you actually want to start trading these guys and getting big leaguers who are stars who can actually make us absolutely potentially have a parade in the gas lamp quarter? Because that's what it's all about. I'm done prospects with this prospects. Are suspects until they can prove they can do it at the major league level for and, a year. We have one guy. That, that, compounded with that, we've proven that we don't have a track record of at least developing these guys at all. Yeah. We if have we were the, one we thing that's worth Bay a ton of value. If we were the Tampa Bay yeah. Rays, if we were the Cleveland Guardians, if we were the LA Dodgers, and we had Hassel, Campy, Abrams, then I would prospect hoard. But come on, everybody. We failed Ty France. We failed Luis Urias. We failed Manuel Marco. We failed Francisco Mejia. We failed Josh Naylor, who's a psychopath, but a damn good baseball player. We failed everybody in this system. Shit, I'm shocked even the Rays couldn't save Javi Guerra. But it's understandable if you guys are prospect hoarding C.J. Abrams. But the fact that you guys are prospect hoarding number 12 prospect Samuel Zavala in the organization just because we've raved about him. Go clean up your mirror and look at yourself and be like, do I want to watch this guy hit 320 in AA and have a little bit of a dopamine release in my mind? Do I want to win a fucking World Series? 
you look like the guys that came up that Haas came up with Mustakis and all them, all those guys played together in a low market team. They, they were going to have one shot to win it. That's, that's one way they're doing it. The Rays have completely transformed it, the Rays and the Astros. The Astros just keep pumping out guys from their own system. No one wants to go there really. And they just, Correa leaves, they turn over, bring up a guy that's probably going to be rookie of the year. Ale. Um, I mean, their pitching is Garcia, Valdez, the other other guy. Those are all homegrown guys, you know, or they, they developed them. We don't have any pitcher in our rotation that's homegrown outside of Gore. Yeah, Gore and, is and, 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 something and, you can build on. And let's that's be a real. ton of value. And let's be real. Gore was screwed until we, we got this this coaching staff to save him right at the end. They saved Mackenzie Gore right at the end. Yeah. It was year five of him in the minors. He couldn't throw. He was hitting 93. He couldn't throw a strike. And Wubin Wiebla comes in and saves this dude's career. But he's the only homegrown Padre in the rotation. The reason these teams are able to spend $200 million and win 100 games is because some of their stars are homegrown on these rookie deals, but our big players are ones that we need to overpay or at least acquire who already have big contracts. What about all the guys we've also given up? I've totally forgot to say Hunter Renfro. Fran Mill Reyes. Austin Hedges has been shitty. But you know what? He has three more home runs than Austin Nola. He's way more valuable than Nola. Way more value. I don't care he's hitting 160. He hits home runs. And he's a better defender. Oh, Chad. This is this is just safety. This is just awful. Padres closer Taylor Rogers has a 37.8 ERA in his last appearances, and people need to stop tweeting about it. I mean, he's not going to have a sub one ERA the whole year. Yeah, it, it was going to mess up sometimes. My God. And when closers, that was the first time he screwed up. He's on a new team. The team is struggling. He takes that very difficultly. You know, it's it's a hard thing for him to deal with. And, you know, the next time he's out there, he just, things start tumbling downhill. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. I can't even throw my fastball near the zone. I'm hitting guys left and right. I I, I mean... He'll say, I wanted to stay by, in by there. By the way, but... Chad, yes, we're, we're doing our 24-hour stream tonight. Mentally, you could see he didn't, I mean, physically you could see it, but in his eye, he he didn't have it, and he would never say that, but he doesn't want to be, he didn't want to be, in, he, he can't figure out what to do. He can slow down and throw one right over the middle after someone talks to him and gives him whatever triggers that is goes in his head to get him to, to throw down in the middle. That's unfortunately what happened. And it's uh, what it is. Yeah. What's up? Do you think it's possible that this uh, say like the same situation as last year's trade?
No, I think I I I think we'll see it this year because because AJ Preller. One thing we've learned from him that he's selfish, and his job's on the line. As much as you don't think it is because of what Peter Seidler sang in his public praise for him, what is Peter Seidler supposed to do? Is he going to say, no, he's doing a shitty job. He has one year left. AJ Preller's job is on the line. And at that point, it's not about building your farm system anymore. It's about saving your ass. Because if he loses his job, he doesn't give a shit about anybody in the Padres farm system. He's going to go all in. I buy it. And he's a crazy, crazy motherfucker. He's going to trade CJ Abrams if he can get a, like an all-star bat. Whether you'd like it or not, his ass is on the line. He's going to trade everyone and anyone to save his job. The, the Braves proved you can do it last year. And they, honestly, I'm, I'm for they, it. They, I'm for it at this point. I think you have to go for it right now because you're ADHD's talked about it. We're having franchise historically good starting pitching. If somehow they're able to keep doing this, I mean, yeah, every you've got to push all your chips Padre's in. Every on We're, the table. Every Padres on the table except Mackenzie Gore. Yep. CJ Abrams is on the table. Hassel is on the table. James yeah. Wood is on the table. Every single San Diego Padre except Mackenzie Gore is on the table. What about the tax? How close are we to that? That's... We're over it. So that's another issue. Are because, we over it? Yes. Um, not until because they they non-tendered. I mean, they got rid of Lamette, but they still owe him. I think Lamette was the guy that's... who got us over. So, so the big question is now, you're seriously flossing on a podcast? Yes, sir. You got to get them canines. It's not really, it's kind not, of like. It's not calculated to the end of the year. There's ways that if they're within a few million that they can get underneath it. No, that's what I'm saying. But, but they're, you're either going to need to go. They, no, listen, they're either going to, they're either going to probably not make the postseason or they're probably going to get in and lose in the wildcard game or they're going to blow through the tax. Yeah. Well, if we're somehow pulling 45,000 fans a night. And we're somehow going to continue to do that. Should they just blow past it? Yeah. I mean, the question is, this is the second straight year they're going to be paying the tax. So it's not 100% extra. It's 150% extra, I believe. So. Well, if yeah, they're just going to blow past it, why don't they just do stuff million the over, You're paying a $45 million tax on and it. And that's a ton. Yeah. I mean. That's it's going to be very, very. That's why really there wasn't deadline or off season big moves made. Is there was so much attention paid to moving Haas's contract, Myers' contract, and because they they needed to. They, they can never do it. Clearly, Preller was you know told to get under the CBT. Um, well, if they're over it now, then like what the hell is the point? Well, it, they're at a point where. Do they still need to get under yeah. it before the trade deadline? No, fuck. They're it. like they're four, going, four or five gotta, million. They gotta rip it open. I mean, they just gotta pull the bandit off and rip it open. I mean, I mean, the only way to fix Preller's like shitty roster construction is probably to just fucking blow it, blow it open. 
And, 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 and here's another issue, everybody. You're looking at your top hogwash standings. You're probably not going to even have Mackenzie Gore late in the season with his innings limit. He's already thrown 40-plus innings. They probably have 100 to 120 cap on him. If you think he's that good, do you shut him down midseason? Call me a psycho. I may want to give him the ball in game two at this point right now. Call me a psycho. Obviously, you'd give it to Darvish in game two. Let more more experienced guy throw game three, because both those guys are going to pitch twice. And your game three um, pitcher is, I mean, your number one starter is going to be your game five starter. If you're in a seven game series, your number two and three pitchers are going to be your game six and seven pitchers. Put who you put in that third spot. So. If you're in a seven game series, you not only look at do you want Gore there, do you want but seven game seven is also all hands on deck. Score predictions for tomorrow, Padres fans. We still never got Burns. a Bob Melvin press conference, by the way. We still never got one. Three one Brewers. Dude, how many gamblers were I think the over under was eight on this? That CJ Abrams just... play was actually nuts, everybody. Take a look at it. Yeah, that was, that was one of the best plays I've ever the, seen. The announcer sucks, but look. Boss flares to the left side. Backhander barehanded by Abrams in short left field. Throws to first, and he's out. Dude, how about the, the guy that hits bombs in college baseball? I know. From just NC State going in the transfer portal. Score predictions tomorrow, Padres fans. I'll be wrapping it up shortly. 2-1 pods, 3-0 Brewers. I got 11-0 Brew Crew. God damn. <laughs> follow me on Instagram at the Hogwatch. Thank you guys so much for 600 members in the San Diego Padres Discord. Join the Padres Discord. I put all my link to my social medias linked on pinned on top of the chat. Everybody, keep the faith, Padres fans. Keep the faith because right now it's really hard. And I even want to say, why not us? But it doesn't even feel right to say it right now. So I'm not going to. Go check out my new podcast with Chargers legend Lorenzo Neal. We just had Kasim Osgood on the show yesterday. Chargers legend and one of the best special teamers of all time probably blew up Jeff's pads when he was playing in the National Football League. Kasim Osgood, three-time Pro Bowler. Rock Kasim Osgood. Yeah, he probably rocked you, I'm saying. All right, Padres Uh, fans. Thank you guys so much for listening. Take care, everybody. Good night. Brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Your number choice for all betting needs.